right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the CXM Experience. And as usual, I'm Grad Khan, CXO at Sprinkler, Chief Experience Officer, and I'm here to talk about experiences. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, experience and trying to measure experience. Um, you know, some people say they measure experience, but they're really just measuring customer feedback. I think to really measure experience, you've got to measure the emotion of what people are going through. And what is that emotion, right? What, what, what happens at the end of a great experience? Um, we believe at Sprinkler that at the end of a great experience, you feel happier. Uh, it's sort of like that marshmallow song, um, you know, happier. Uh, if you've ever heard that song, if you haven't heard it, check it out on YouTube. It's an awesome song, fantastic video. Man, every time I watch it, I want the dog to make it. I understand every single time. Anyway, so uh, some of the lyrics are kind of cool. Um, Bastille sings it. So it's, uh, lately, I've been, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. This sounds like you know, a mission statement for most companies, right? When the morning comes, when we see what we've become, in the cold light of day, we're a flame in the wind, not the fire that we've begun, every argument, every word we can't take back, because of all that has happened, I think that we both know that this story ends. Then only for a minute, I want to change my mind because this just don't feel right to me. I want to raise your spirits. I want to see you smile. But knowing that means I'll have to leave. Know that means I'll have to leave. Lately, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. Anyway, so if you think about you know what most CEOs want, most CEOs want to be able to increase revenue by reducing churn. And the best way to do that is make, create happier customers. So how do you do that? Well, uh, today you've got to make sure you've got an amazing online experience, like amazing. And we actually created something called the Digital Customer First Transformation System many years ago, five or six years ago now. I used it when I was a customer at Microsoft. And DCFTS has got a, a really great model for helping people think through, you know, what is it that uh, I need to do to you know, make my organization more competitive on the digital front. And there are basically five stages. Stage one is the value model. We talked about that a few days ago, uh, sort of how we make sure that we're delivering real value in the outcomes to the company. Stage two, we're talking about that right now. This is like the last of a three-part series on the capabilities model. What things do I have to have in place to make it all happen? Uh, stage three is the maturity model. I'm looking forward to talking about that next time. That's how I benchmark where I am and get everyone else in the organization to agree that we're there, which is pretty critical. Stage four is uh, validating, validating the investment, which is through the ROI models and using those ROI models to measure the investment over time, make sure it's still paying out. And then finally, step five is deciding what to do. Uh, so there's a functional use case model, an operations model, and a reference architecture model. And that'll be really fun to talk about. And that gives you a full digital transformation. People hate change, uh, but I would say that at least today, people see the imperative of it and understand that while you may not like change, you're going to like irrelevance a whole lot less. That's a quote. So let's talk a little bit about the capabilities model. So today, um, what I'm going to go through is the people, process, and technology stages. Now, uh, you can read this on our blog, so I'm not going to go through every single piece, but I want to give you an example of what we mean by that. So I'm just going to take kind of a, our first outcome use case uh, row and talk about the, the people, process, and technology parts. So in this one, um, in the desired company outcome is... We know who's talking, what they're saying, and we want to be able to respond appropriately. And for the customer, their experience is that I'm heard, right? I'm heard, I'm valued. Uh, so to do that, you've got to be able to listen really well. 
to be able to monitor and detect what's going on out there. And you've got to be able to segment really well. You've got to be able to know um, what the unified profile looks like and be able to cluster segments and, be, and behaviors so that you know how to respond. So what are the people process and technology steps required to make that happen? Well, let's talk about people first. So in people, you've got to have executive commitment to capturing the voice of the customer and using it to inform business strategy and customer engagement. And this actually is almost unbelievably difficult. Um, I'm surprised at how many senior executives don't demand the voice of their customer be presented to them every day. And the best ones do, but most still don't. Um, executive commitment to the voice of the customer is critical. And I think people may not fully grok that their customers are on these modern channels. And so, and they're telling you what they think right now. So just pick it up and be able to, to understand them better. Uh, number two, you've got to be able to recruit, hire, train, and assign leaders who are experienced in social listening and be able to task them to train others to manage conversation outposts across the different teams and functions and business units in the company. One way I got this done pretty efficiently is we created a customer experience center at Microsoft. I've um, done the same thing at Sprinkler as well. That was just to centralize a lot of the knowledge and expertise because this is not as easy as it looks. Uh, you understand, understand what you need to respond to, how to respond to it, tonality. It's all quite tricky. And so it's good to have people who know what they're doing. And when you get a bunch of those people together in one room, it's, it's actually pretty amazing. You're also going to need specialists who are trained and experienced in creating a keyword lists and advanced search queries and to train the AI models. Uh, so to be able to bring in all the right listening, you're going to need to keep tuning and, and playing with it. Uh, we had thousands of these models at Microsoft to be able to pull in the right queries. Uh, part of the challenge, of course, is the data out there is unstructured and the comments are kind of combined. So people will have both a positive and negative sentiments in a single post and they'll talk about multiple brands. So you've got to be able to parse all that out. And then finally, under people, you need uh, experienced social analysts. Um, they need to you know, know how to deploy the software and capture uh, the great PII and to be able to combine that when possible across the web. So uh, those social analysts are, are hard to find. Uh, they're very valuable when you find them and make sure that you, you love them when you do. Um, so that's people. So it's really about executive commitment, and the right hiring and getting the right people who can sort of run it for you. From a process standpoint, uh, you've got to be able to triage high volumes of inbound conversations, like hundreds of millions in the case of many of our brands. And you've got to be able to uh, route them correctly and uh, make sure you can consistently evaluate how you're doing the listening. Uh, and you know, all the different channels and all the different ways it kind of comes in. Um, you know, the way you're going to listen on Reddit will be very different from the way you'd listen, say, on Twitter. Uh, you've also got to be able to create and tag profiles uh, with information based on each customer's history and how has that customer interacted with you in the past. Uh, one thing we did at Microsoft, which was great, is we would actually have all the other products that people had talked to us about in the past. So you could see that, hey, this, this Xbox query is coming from someone who had a previous conversation with us about Dynamics. And actually, interestingly, a very high crossover between Dynamics and Xbox customers. And then um, and you want to be able to basically take uh, all the different users and be able to add them to audience, seg audience segments based on you know, any kind of distinguishing criteria, um, gender, language, keywords, hashtags. So this is all about you know, how do you um, build profiles, um, demographic, psychographic, 
geographic. Those are all really important. We had one customer who actually used those three types, psychographic, demographic, and geographic, and they created 8 million uh, different ad units um, and uh, targeted very effectively doing that. Uh, other customers uh, have you know, more recently done you know, hundreds of thousands of ad units uh, doing this kind of targeting. So it makes a really big difference. And finally, on the technology side, you're going to have to have software that can capture high volumes of social mentions and, uh, and individual conversations from across all the modern channels, across the web, across blogs, across the forums that are out there, across review sites that are super duper important. Uh, and you've got to be able to do that within sort of um, prescribed SLAs and uh, by connecting to all the the APIs of all these services. Can't scrape it. You've got to get in there and be connected. So you need somebody who's got deep relationships with all the platforms and is able to pull all that data in in real-time basis. You've also got, you know, you're going to need software that's going to have uh, tagging. So for both inbound and outbound conversations, um, you're going to want to be able to manipulate specific segments and clusters of people with similar attributes. So you want to be able to tag them to be able to do that. And then you're also going to need software that integrates conversation data with other customer profiles. So you can get a 360-degree view of each customer. I think this 360-degree view of the customer, that's sort of been the holy grail in marketing for a long time. And there's actually an um, ODI-compliant team that the SAP, Microsoft, and Adobe have created. And, um, and ODI has the promise of being able to create an industry standard profile. But we do need that. You know, in a world where you want to have a great experience, if you don't have a common user profile, it's going to be very difficult to land a great experience because you'd be talking to someone like they, you don't know who they are. So that's the capabilities model. Um, there's obviously, I can go on at length on uh, people, process, and technology across each of the rows, but I think that's good for now. I think you get the idea. Um, go and read it and take a look at it. Give us feedback. We're, we're making changes and updating this all the time uh, based on uh, more than 1,000 large company installs that we've done. And uh, let's let's talk about it. Let's sort of see what else we've got we're missing, what we need to add. Uh, next time, we're going to talk about my favorite thing, which is the maturity model. And so once you've got the capabilities and you know what you need, uh, where do we sit on the maturity curve? And as a company, do we think we're advanced or not? And what does that mean? And then how do we all align our teams around that? So that'll be our next segment. Um, but that's it for today for the CXM experience. And uh, I am Greg Kahn, and I'll see you next time.